Welcome to In the Wake with Whitley. Here on this podcast, we cover mental health, life lessons, mindset growth, and tons of storytelling. Together, we'll laugh, we'll cry, and everything in between. I'm your host, Whitley Rogers. I'm a certified life coach and mental health advocate. I'm also a survivor of sexual and mental abuse. I'm here to open up those conversations that are normally uncomfortable or hush-hush in society. Keep listening for bits and pieces of my personal journey and insights along with other interviewees. Okay, something I stand for big time is loving yourself. I think boys, girls, young, old, no matter who you are, we all struggle with self-worth in some way or another. So I want to expand upon that in this episode. This is something I really had a hard time with when I was in my abusive relationship and lowest depressed state. I really truly hated myself and I was miserable until I got out of that relationship. Um, And literally two days after that relationship ended, one of my older friends asked me like, Whitley, do you love yourself? And that got me thinking, and I was like, well, no, I can hardly live with myself. So she's like, that's the first step. You have to learn to love yourself, and then you can conquer anything else. So together, we did this 18-day challenge. We got my mom to do it and her best friend. So I had these three women that I looked up to on my same level, stripping things down inside of themselves, learning how to genuinely love themselves. It was great. So... With this challenge, the main goal is retraining your brain to think differently. Um, When you catch yourself thinking a negative thought about you or your body, you combat it with five positive thoughts. And then each day, they have specific challenges to focus on throughout and different activities. Um, we We were in this together. We had a group chat, and every day we talked about our progress and what we learned. It was it was so empowering. So after those 18 days, there was a mind-blowing difference. Even within the first five days, like I had to consciously sit there and fight all these thoughts. It was hard. I didn't even realize how bad it was. And at first it felt fake. Like when I have to combat those thoughts with five positive ones, I didn't believe the things I was saying about myself. Like I, I hated myself at that point. But when it challenges you to look yourself in the mirror and say I love you I I I didn't believe that either it felt weird but the cliche saying fake it till you make it that that's what I lived by and that's exactly what I did if if you just stick to it and say those good things about yourself it plants a seed and if you keep working at it and watering that self-love seed it will grow so after I completed that challenge I felt so good. I was high on life. Like I've never felt that good about myself in my entire life. And I was craving more. Like I wanted everyone to feel this good. People kept telling me like strangers, guys, people that had no idea what I was going through kept saying, you know, you're glowing. You just light up and you seem so happy. Like what's your trick? And I just kept thinking like, how can I spread this? How can I teach others to feel this good? But it was just that I had to teach. So one day in my English class, we had the opportunity to sign up to teach the class like a life lesson or something. And I, th- I think it was extra credit. Like we weren't required to do it. 
And little backstory, I was super close to my English teacher. She knew about my struggles with anxiety and depression. And earlier in the year in that class, she had marked me exempt from giving a speech in front of the entire class because my social anxiety was that bad. Like I couldn't do public speaking. It was not my thing. And like with this speech, I was literally sitting on my stairs, hyperventilating, sobbing, and just freaking out about giving the speech and my English teacher walks in my house and is like there to comfort me and is like you're not you're not giving the speech like my English class should not give you this much anxiety so a long story short when she asked for volunteers to teach I stood up and signed up and I was shaking because it was such an impulsive thing and it scared the crap out of me like my body just did that I felt called to do it and of course my English teacher started crying she was so happy like that I was going to teach it was a big deal anyway long story short I taught my first lesson on learning to love yourself and then I taught again and again and again and it was just by word of mouth that people were contacting me wanting me to come teach to different groups of youth some groups of girls some groups with both boys and girls it it gave me such a spark like I love it I I want to do so much more of it. So on my new website, I have a section where you can contact me to come teach to any type of group, whether it's a school class, a church group, whatever, whenever. Um, So you can contact me there. So back to um, learning to love yourself. Ask yourself right now, do you genuinely love yourself? I think we tend to be our worst critics because we know all of our flaws, mistakes, shortcomings, et cetera, et cetera. So it may be such a subconscious thing that you're not really aware of at the moment where you, where you don't even realize it's happening. Um, With me, sometimes I compare the worst things about myself to other people's best qualities. And that's not really a fair comparison. I mean, I shouldn't be comparing myself to anyone else in the first place, but it happens and I have to catch myself in that. And I think it, it's a, uh, I think a reason it may be so hard for us to love ourselves today in society is because of the extremely warped definition of beauty. Like there's so much weight put on whether you've got tan skin, whether you're thin and lightweight, you've got clear skin, you're muscular and fit, how many likes you have on Instagram, number of friends, like the list could go on. So it, creates this terrible comparison where everything's a competition but like it doesn't have to be that way I think social media may have a huge part in this because I mean personally I found myself scrolling through everyone's perfect feed and how happy they look and how beautiful their pictures are and how they're having way more fun than you and you can spiral down into a dark hole with that thought process so Something that I have to remind myself to keep myself in check on social media is that someone else's beauty does not diminish your own beauty. Someone else's success does not mean you cannot be successful as well. Someone else's perfect marriage does not mean you won't find that love. And side note, their marriage is probably not perfect. Um, And also remembering that social media is not 100% 
true portrayal of people's lives. People tend to only post the highlights and happy times, and that's okay. Don't get me wrong, that's okay. But not getting caught up in that is the the key part. Um, I hear people saying all the time in my daily life that loving yourself is selfish or it makes you conceited or a vain person. Like, stop that. That's not true. You know when... Okay, here's a little analogy. You know when you are getting on a plane... <laughs> and you're getting ready to lift off, and they're going through all the safety measures, they say something along the lines of, in case of an emergency, put your own oxygen mask on first before you help others. I think that holds true with this. Like, how are you supposed to give and give and give all this love to others if you don't have any for yourself? You have to nurture and take care of yourself first before you go and help others. So with my abusive relationship, I hated myself. I was stuck and in so much excruciating pain, but because I didn't have that love for myself, I thought I deserved the abuse. I thought I deserved to be miserable. I mean, obviously, I'm no longer in that relationship with that terrible guy, but because I freaking love myself now. I hold myself to a high standard, and I know I will never get into another abusive relationship because I know I deserve to be treated better than that. I deserve the same kind of love that I have for myself. And even with just friendships, you may have some friends that treat you like trash and don't respect you or drag you down with them. But guess what? You deserve better. You deserve people in your life that will lift you up and support you and love you for who you are. Like You will accept the kind of love that you think you deserve. So if you love yourself, then you will only accept the highest degree of love. Another thing I noticed about myself when I was in this low depressed state was that I would never accept people's compliments when someone would try to compliment me. Like, for example, oh, your hair is gorgeous. Like, I'd argue with them on it. Oh, no, it's frizzy and ugly and I hate it. Like, girl, stop that. I... I found that it rooted back to not loving myself. I didn't believe the compliment. I didn't think those things to be true about myself. So how could anyone else think that about me? Honestly, that's one of my biggest pet peeves now. Accept the compliment. Don't disregard it or argue. Just say thank you. The people in your life love you unconditionally and want you to love yourself just as much. I still struggle with so many, like, aspects and different parts of this it's hard for me um one thing I struggle with still is it's hard for me to see my naked body in the mirror after a shower or when I'm changing because all I can see or think about when I do see my own body is that it was used it's dirty it's worthless I repulse at the remains of my sexually abused body but I have to keep the mantra in my head that my body is an instrument, not an object to be used. Anyway, while I'm on the topic of mirrors, I have noticed that, I mean, in myself, I don't, I don't know about other people if this holds true, but that I have used the mirror to check if I'm good enough. Like, does my hair look good enough? Is my outfit cute enough? Is my skin clear enough? Do I look awake enough? But I've been working on changing my mindset to use a mirror to compliment myself. 
I am enough regardless of what I look like. Look in the mirror and say, I love you. Give yourself a pep talk in the mirror. I'm a badass babe. I'm rocking it today. I can rule the freaking world if I want to. Don't use that mirror to criticize yourself and bring yourself down. When you take that step to learn to love yourself, I promise it will make worlds of difference. Not only in the relationship you have with yourself, but also other relationships. If you are able to retrain your brain to more automatically pick out the positive good things about yourself, it will come more natural to pick out the good things in other people as well. And even when one person loves himself, it changes the atmosphere of the whole room and the overall feelings of the people you're with. For example, if everyone is gossiping about someone and you were to say something you loved about that person, it makes everyone else uncomfortable. But that's a good thing. They should feel uncomfortable speaking like that about other people. Um, and you should also feel uncomfortable speaking like that about yourself. It's, it's easy for us as human beings to bond over something or someone we hate. But think of the difference in your relationship if you're bonding over something or someone you love. There'll be such a deeper, richer connection and friendship. In my own personal friend group, I try to hold all of us accountable with this and how we talk about ourselves and other people. It's common to trash on yourself. Um, but when you do, it can make other people turn around and bash on themselves too. Like if, oh, if she thinks that about herself, then, then what about me? Like you start comparing yourself, you know? So instead, if I hear one of my friends doing that, I just say like, Hey, say three things you love about yourself. And it, it can be hard. It may take you a while, but it changes things around big time. When you yourself have that love, it rubs off on other people. Um, if you've ever heard the saying of like, you become like the people you surround yourself with, it, it will do just that. I love my friends so, so much. And I want them to feel that love for themselves. So that can start with me by me loving myself and loving them that they will start to replicate that. It will become more natural. So as you go on the journey of loving yourself, it's it's not a one-time thing. It's not as if you learn to love yourself and boom, you're set for life. It, it doesn't work like that. It's a constant practice. I still struggle with it. My self-esteem will take a dip and I have to work just as hard to build myself back up. It takes daily work, self-care, self-love, and, and that looks different for, for everyone. But finding what works for you and keeping with that every single day. But also a reminder that you are not perfect. I am not perfect. I'm not perfect at loving myself all the time. I slip up. I still struggle. But guess what? Each day is a fresh start. Forgive yourself. Do better. Try again. Anyway, if you've tuned out this whole episode, there's one thing I want you to remember. You are worthy of love. You deserve the highest degree of love. Don't accept anything less, not from yourself and not from anyone else. You are beautiful in your own unique way. I love you, and I hope you can begin the journey to loving yourself unconditionally. I want to end with the pledge from the 18-day challenge that, that I talked about earlier that really propelled my whole journey. 
So it says, I love myself as I am, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am beautiful right now, just the way I am. I am more than my body, the clothes in my closet, or the style of my hair, for I am strong and do hard things. I am worth loving. I hold myself to a standard of grace, not perfection, and I refuse to put myself down. I am a beautiful being, and I love myself as I am. Woo, chills. I just love that. That's my mantra. I put a copy on my mirror by my bed as my screensaver so that I was constantly reminded. I will put the link to that challenge in the show notes below along with some other love yourself challenges. And I hope that you all love yourselves unconditionally. I love you. See you later, guys. Okay. So when I was going through my journey of learning to love myself, I this was my song that I listened to like multiple times every day. Like I would have it on repeat because it the lyrics described exactly what I was going through and how I was feeling, like how I was Okay, well, anyway, the song is called Don't Be So Hard on Yourself by Jess Glynn. And it described it perfectly because I had been so hard on myself. I was critiquing every part of myself and I, I wasn't feeling like myself. And so as I was gaining that, that back and learning to love myself and finding my identity and who I wanted to be, this song just really spoke to me. So here are some of the lyrics that just resonated with me so hard so it says I came here with a broken heart that no one else could see I drew a smile on my face to paper over me the wounds heal and tears dry and cracks they don't show so don't be so hard on yourself no let's go back to simplicity I feel like I've been missing me was not who I'm supposed to be I felt this darkness over me we all get there eventually. I never knew where I belonged, but I was right and you were wrong. Been telling myself all along. Don't be so hard on yourself. No. Learn to forgive. Learn to let go. Everyone trips. Everyone falls. So don't be so hard on yourself. Because I'm just ch- tired of marching on my own. Kind of frail. I feel it in my bones. Oh, let my heart, my heart turn into stone. So don't be so hard on yourself. No. I'm standing on top of the world, right where I want to be. So how can this dark cloud keep raining over me? But hearts break and how's a place that everyone knows. So don't be so hard on yourself, no. I learned to wave goodbye, how not to see my life through someone else's eyes. It's not an easy road, but now I'm not alone. So I won't be so hard on myself no more. Oh, just it. And then the course keeps repeating, but I love that because every single line, every word. It was like, yes, yes, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm feeling. This is what my journey looks like. And so I just, I really love that song. I remember I even did a a photography project on it where we had to do a video, but it was like, I chose to do a stop motion video where you take a bunch of pictures and put them together and it looks like it's moving like it's a video but it's just a bunch of pictures and I just it was like a girl power like empowering video because I took pictures of cousins 
Um, I think I did my French foreign exchange students. And so I had all these girls that I was surrounding myself with that were like pumping me up and helping me on my journey of learning to love myself and find myself. And so it was a video that meant a lot to me, that project I really loved because I just love this song. And so I hope you like this song. I hope you listen to it and can really jam out and relate. Thanks for listening to this episode and see you next time. I hope this podcast left you feeling empowered, better understood, and less alone in this crazy thing called life. If you like what you hear, leave a rating or review and share it with your friends. Thanks for listening and tune in next time.